<clears throat> hello, hello, my peoples. It has been quite some time since we have last spoken or uh, came across paths. But I uh, came back, back here with the Blitzburg Coverage Podcast for the season finale. It's been a few weeks uh, since we last touched base, so, you know, had some life things going on, and now that we uh, are here, start of a new month, February, uh, it is now time for the Super Bowl and, uh, you know, off-season shit, but uh, in this episode today, I really just want to recap the season as a whole, uh, if, you know, how our expectations went versus reality, uh, how the players did. Pros, cons, things to look forward to in the offseason, questions, many of things. And so let's just dive right in. The last time we had touch base was wildcard weekend. Uh, the Steelers go to Buffalo on a Monday and lose a game, in which was competitive, but Buffalo was pretty much in control of it. We never really were able to uh, put the pressure on them as we got to tell one score game in the fourth quarter, but ultimately. Uh, lost the game as we went one and done again for the fifth time, I want to say, 2017, 2000, well, 2016 wasn't one and done, 2017 was one and done, uh, 2020 was one and done, 2021 was one and done, uh, and then this one, so four one and dones. Um, so we finished 10 and 7 ultimately, uh, I, I look back a lot of our wins were very close. I mean, just winning by the size of a fucking toe. And then some games we lost, we just got our ass whooped. The Niners whooped our ass. Texans whooped our ass. The Colts whooped our ass. Uh, Cardinals, eh, yeah, they kind of whooped us. Patriots got close, uh, but ultimate loss. Cleveland, a very close loss. So... Let's see, what is that? Five, uh, Niners, Texans, Browns, Colts, Patriots. That's five. Uh, Cardinals, that's six. And then there's a seventh one in there I'm probably forgetting, but whatever. Um, nonetheless, we go five and one in our division record-wise, which is pretty good. I thought we'd probably go four and two, maybe five and one, but... That's good to see, though the Bengals weren't really the same with Burrow being hurt, obviously, not even playing him. Ravens sitting Lamar that last game. And that was something I mentioned before the season. I was like, I kind of thought Lamar was either going to be hurt or maybe uh, Lamar wasn't going to be playing because of sitting. So that's why I had that marked as potentially a sweep before the season. Ultimately, I thought we'd win this division, and I was wrong in that aspect. We finished third behind Cleveland and the Ravens as the Browns finished with 11 wins, uh, Baltimore with 13, the Bengals with 9. So, failing that aspect, I was wrong on that. I said we'd get 10 wins, maybe 11 or 12. Should have had 11 or 12, but uh, some games there that we should have won, we just didn't win, and some games that we lost, some games that we won, we probably should have lost, so it all balanced out in the end. Um, 
But I think this season, you know, I, I, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. You know, seven and four, feeling really good. Seven and seven, feeling like trash. We win three straight. We make it in because we get we get help. All that just to get bounced. And so for me, before the season, I said this season would be only a success if we made it to the playoffs and won a playoff game. And we didn't. And we didn't. So to me, this season was a failure. Um, you know, most people have standards of, you know, Super Bowl or bust. This wasn't a Super Bowl or bust team because the AFC is just, it's a war zone, man. It's a fucking war zone. Buffalo, the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Ravens, now the Texans, potentially the Jags. Uh, the Chargers are going to be a problem. The Jets will be a problem moving forward. Um, and then we have our own division, and it's just, I don't know. It's uh, Getting in anymore is not just a fucking, it shouldn't be at the peak. It shouldn't be just. Hey, we got it in. We got it in the playoffs. Woohoo! You know, I'm I was ecstatic. Well, that's because I didn't even think we'd get in after getting to seven and seven. But if you get in, we gotta win, man. I mean, it's just it's getting old. We get into this playoff we get into the playoffs and then we're just no threat. And that's why to me it's a failure because we're not getting anywhere. And uh, over the past two weeks, there were a lot of questions. You know, Tomlin reportedly was going to walk away and reevaluate the, you know, where he wants to go or what his move would be moving forward, and that got that got cleared up real quick. Um, they're going to extend Tomlin's contract, uh, presumably, I, I would assume soon, if not before the season. Um, he's got one year left on his deal, so you know, I don't know where those reports came out, but. He'll be back with the Steelers, and he'll be he'll be the coach as long as he wants. Uh, Rooney is not pressed to fire him at all, so that won't change. And so it's like, you know, if you want to coach, here's what I'll say about Tomlin. He's a good coach, and two things can be true. He's a good coach, but we're not going anywhere with him. We're not going to the Super Bowl. We're not going to really be a threat in the playoffs. And, I mean, that's just what it is. Well, and then people will say, well, he didn't have a quarterback. Uh, he had been for damn near his entire career and still was losing playoff games, regardless of injuries. We we could dive into that, you know, one day. We'll dive into all those fucking playoff games. But um, the fact just remains, yeah, you know, we claw, we fight to get to 10 wins, 9 wins every year. Barely get in, and we get bounced. That's just the reality of it. And so, you know, Tomlin, if you want a guy that uh, great players coach to a fault and, uh, you know, keeps you competitive, for sure, you know. Could we have it worse? Absolutely we could have it worse. But at the same time, we're the goddamn Pittsburgh Steelers. The standard is championships, Playoff wins. Championships, playoff wins. We haven't been to the Super Bowl since 2010. We haven't competed to even get to the Super Bowl since 2016. Yeah, we've had some, you know, division titles in there. Uh, but those seasons we faded. Whether it be injuries or just how the 
course of the season went, we faded, and in the playoffs, we didn't do shit. So, and that's all that really fucking matters to me, at least. And so, you know, Tomlin answered that question. He will be back. Um, a lot of questions remain. You know, they 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 expressed interest in the fact they're going to look outside of the organization for a hire at offensive coordinator. So that question remained. Um, but let's talk about the goods, though, at least, man. You know, I thought the running game was phenomenal this year, led by Najee and Jalen Warren. It took a while. It really took a solid five, six weeks to get it going. But I thought once it got going, it was pretty reliable. We were able to depend on those two to really carry this offense and at least give us a bright spot there. Najee with over 1,000 yards rushing. Um, first first Steeler ever to have 1,000 yards rushing in his first three years. Call for what it is, 18, 17-game season, whatever. I still think it's a positive. I think they need to resign him. Not resign him. I think they need to give him that fifth-year deal uh, on his rookie contract and extend him again for one more year. I think I think we should do it. I like Naj. You know, sometimes he's a little aggravating, but at the same time, the guy hasn't had the best offensive line. He's hard to bring down. He's reliable as far as holding on to the ball and ball you know, management. So I think he's a bright spot there. Uh, then we got Jalen Warren, great running back too. Arguably should have gotten more snaps at times. Had about 700, 700 yards rushing and over 300 yards receiving, which gives him also 1,000 yards plus scrimmage yard-wise, which gives us two running backs with 1,000-plus yards. And the only other team to do that was the Detroit Lions. So I feel really confident on a running game moving forward. Um, as far as tight ends go, then they get to see a whole lot of moves because of injuries, of course. And then Darnell Washington pretty much was just a run blocker. And uh, they never really even utilized him in the fucking passing game. So, didn't get to see a whole lot of what he could offer, but I think he needs to be potentially someone moving forward we look to at least utilize a little bit more. Like, he's like 6'7", and he's a big-ass motherfucking dude. Use him in the red zone. Or, I don't know. I feel like there's got to be a way we can use him more. Um, then you look at receivers, George Pickens with 1,000-plus yards, um, led the league and I think, yards per catch, which just shows that he's a big play waiting to happen. I just – the target the target volume to me is questionable at times. Uh, Deontay Johnson had, I want to say, 700-ish yards, a pretty good solid season, had a lot of touchdowns the final, you know, eight weeks of the season. Thought he played well. Um, definitely worked on his drop issue. Had a couple this season, but um, that'll happen. And I thought he did, I thought he played well. Um, probably could have had a thousand yards if he didn't miss the first month. But you know it is what it is. Uh, Calvin Austin the third and Allen Robinson really didn't offer much as a slot or a wide receiver three or four. So nothing really to say there other than Calvin. Austin the third, I think, will step into a bigger role potentially next year, depending on what happens with Allen Robinson, as I think he could be a potential cut because of how much he costs against the calorie space, calorie cap, whatever, calorie cap, salary cap. He is a big, uh, big number there that needs to go down. So I may look to cut him to save some money because he is not worth the price, you know. 
maybe he was just a veteran locker room kind of guy, but it's like mentorship. But as far as producing producing goes, didn't really use him a whole lot. Maybe he didn't get open. Whatever. Um, and then we we then we go to quarterbacks. Um, Pickett played like twelve ish games, six touchdowns, four interceptions. Terrible. Um, you know, I know we only got to see him basically in the Canada scheme, which was what I mentioned before the season. Like, why is he here? We're just going to waste another year on Pickett. We don't know if he's really the guy. And I think that's still the question. I think that question still remains. Um, obviously, when Canada was let go, I thought Pickett had his best game of the year in that Bengals game. Really thought he let it loose. Played well. Uh, the points didn't show up, but he played well. We had 400 yards of offense, and that was really the only glaring spot this year for him. Outside of a few clutch moments, I just – I know he's going to be QB1 next year, but I just – I don't know how confident we can feel in him moving forward. Just considering what he's shown the past two years, very uh, underwhelming. Um didn't really produce, missed some throws. I know it's on the Canada scheme, but I'm just saying, man, six touchdowns, four interceptions is not going to do it. He's not going to be the guy that takes us to where we want to go. Um, you know, I think he's still going to be the starter, but I thought Rudolph in his short time outproduced Pickett. I mean, Crawford what it was. We had a couple of 30-point games. Um, you know, I thought Rudolph – Managed the pocket well, didn't, you know, uh, didn't break the pocket under pressure, didn't, didn't fold. You know, Pickett, I thought at times, just looked to scramble when he didn't need to. I thought he ran into some sacks. I understand, you know, the only good thing with Pickett is no turnovers, but it's like, we got to fucking score. We got to fucking score. And so... The Q, the core, we don't have a quarterback one. If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. That's my thing. So, Rudolph is a pending free agent. I hope we bring him back. I, I think he earned. I think he's earned the right to at least compete for that QB one job. And if he wins it, he wins it. You know, let the best guy win. And uh, you know, we'll. That's going to be something that drags into the offseason. And if Rudolph leaves, then we got to go sign someone. And Mr. Bisky, he's got to go. He's got to go. That's a whole other position we could sign money-wise if we cut him. So you cut Mitch and you cut Robinson, save some money, look to, you know, add another player or two. And I think that'll probably be the move. I don't want to talk about offseason shit, but Mr. Bisky should not be back at all. Um, Not worth the money. Turnover machine. Costed us the Colts, Patriots games, and the Cardinals game, eh, it is what it is. You get a half to work with, whatever, whatever. Um, so, quarterback, I think remains a question. Pickett got hurt his first year a couple times. Last year he got hurt. I think he was dealing with an injury all year, to be honest, with his shoulder or something, but he hung in there. I will say he is tough, man. He try, he guts it out. He comes out and he plays. I, I'll give him that much. He doesn't, you know, he ain't going to not play because he's soft. But um, I just think we need to see more out of Pickett before we feel confident in him being the long-term solution. 
And then we get to defense. Um, this year, I thought the defense honestly played as good as we could get them to play, considering they played 80 snaps a fucking game, considering we had no middle linebackers from damn near half the season, no Minka for half the fucking year. Um, TJ played phenomenal, 19 sacks, et cetera, et cetera. Touchdown, fumble strip, sack, fumble recoveries, tackles for loss. Just the playmaker, pass deflections. He does it all, man. He's the best defensive player in the game. Nothing needs to be said there. Um, Alex Highsmith, I thought, played well. I would have liked to have seen him finish more on some plays, but he definitely got a lot of pressures at least. But uh, not as many sacks as last year. So, And then we got Herbig, who played well. Joey Porter Jr. is cornerback one, no question. Thought he had a phenomenal rookie year. And uh, it's good to have a corner because we haven't had a corner in quite some time. And I think he's really going to be a solid, great corner for us moving forward after what was a very um, promising rookie season. Uh, then he talked about Keanu Benton. I thought he played well. You know, from day one when he got the snaps, I thought he uh, stopped the run well, was able to play against double teams, sometimes even triple teams. Brought, uh, definitely brought great interior pressure. Uh, definitely needs to work on some pass rush, but I thought he played really well, and I think we have a solid, at least defensive slash nose tackle there. But I still think we need to address another defensive lineman because I don't know how much longer Kane Hayward's going to play. He's 35. Could potentially look at trying to re renegotiate his deal and try to bring that cap hit down a little bit, but we definitely need to draft somebody there to – have someone to go, man, because Cam didn't play a whole lot last year. He was hurt the first six weeks, seven weeks, came back for that Tennessee game. And he was still hurt. I mean, I don't think he played the best. Um, I thought he definitely helped as far as stopping the run. Didn't offer a whole lot in the pass rush game. And that's what we need, I think, is another defensive end. Or I mean, I don't know what happened to Marvin Leal. I didn't see him at all this year. Um, I don't know. I think we definitely need a uh, add to that defensive line. Um, safeties, you know, Patrick Peterson played safety a little bit, played corner. Levi Wallace, eh. Safety, DeMonte Kazee, eh. I think we need to address safety. I think we need their safety, to be honest. I, I feel like in the draft or the free agency, definitely should look to add a safety. Maybe even bring back Terrell Edmonds. But honestly, I thought the defense played well. They're like top 10 in points, top 5 in takeaways. And so Terrell Austin was a uh, – I'm pretty sure they're going to extend his deal. I thought he did the best with what he could. You know, we were a bend but don't break defense. And, uh, you know, we needed to make plays. We made plays. Sometimes we didn't. But, you know, when we're on the field for fucking 70 snaps, it's hard to stay fresh and keep your best players ready to go. Um but considering the offense – considering how the offense did not help them at all, I thought the defense played well. And I think we can rely on them to be a solid unit, you know, whole team. If we can hold teams around 19, 20-ish points, you know, I don't know how much more you're going to ask out of them. So, you know, TJ, Cam, Minka didn't even play together. Um, and then Rising Stars and Herbig, who can hopefully get some more snaps next year. Um, Keanu Benton and then Joey Porter Jr. Um and then offensive line, I think we need to look at getting a new center, Mason Cole, a lot of snap issues, got 
just got blew up too many times and pass plays. Just got mauled. Um, Shakuma core four. Not sure what's gonna happen there. Dan Moore Jr. left tackle. He is what he is. I'll take him as a backup, but he should not be our starting left tackle. Big Brother Jones, a.k.a. Broderick Jones, should be moved back to left tackle, in my opinion. I thought he played well this year, but when you're already a rookie and you're going in a new position because they moved them right tackle, you go to a new position that you've never even played, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So, you know, I, I didn't think he'd be a beast at right tackle because he's better at left tackle. And I thought in his only start, which was against the Ravens, I thought he played well. I thought he played well against the Ravens as his, as KP's blindside protector. So I feel confident in him. I feel confident in James Daniels and Isaac Samalu played well. I like our guards and I like Brother Jones, but I definitely think we need to address center and right tackle moving forward. At least get one, if not, maybe both. You know, maybe you sign a free agent at one of those spots and you draft someone. I don't know, but still need. Some more help on offensive line. But, uh, you know, we'll get more to all that shit in the offseason. But nonetheless, this year I would say the offense still has questions as far as passing the ball goes. Um, trying to really create more of a vertical passing offense hopefully is my goal. You know, if Pickett can – I don't know. We just need to see more out of him. If not, I, I'm looking to go to Rudolph and – you know, potentially you bring a quarterback in via the draft or free agency. Because Pickett with – there's more questions than answers at this point. And they're still going to play him next year. I fully believe that because they're not going to give up on a first-round quarterback yet. And, uh, you know, let's see what he's got, man. I mean, I thought he would make a year-two leap, and he didn't. Arguably looked worse. Um, but – you know, time will tell. It's only February. We got a long time to go, but uh, this will be the season finale for season one of the Blitzburg Coverage Podcast. Um, and the Steelers did end up hiring offensive coordinator, but I will talk about that in the first episode of season two uh, here real soon, probably tomorrow, or if not tomorrow, probably sometime next week. And then um, I'm not gonna. I'm not really too sure how frequent we'll do we'll do these episodes now that it's the off season. Probably not every week, obviously, but um, I'll probably have a more updated answer with that uh, next time we talk. But nonetheless, a solid year, ten and seven, no playoff dubs though. Ultimately, for me, makes it a failure. And uh, you know, we got a we got a running game, passing game needs work. Could look at potentially another receiver. Um, defense has questions. Getting a little older, but got some fresh young blood in there that could look to be uh, future stars. So I think that'll about do it for me. Hope you all enjoyed the final season finale episode of the Blitzburg Coverage Podcast. Leave some feedback. Give your boys some uh, feedback. Let me know what you all think of the year. How do you feel moving forward about this squad and uh, what do you guys think? How do you think we should go about the offseason? You know, what did you think of the playoff game? What was your favorite game of the year? What, what wasn't your favorite game of the year? I don't know. Let me know what you all think. We're out of here. Hope you all have a great Thursday. Turn up, stay cool, and uh, stay active, man, and have a great Thursday.